Welcome, everyone, to the L7C Podcast, OSU Buckeye Edition. Today, we are going to be, you know, going over our Ohio State Buckeyes and their last tune-up before we really start Big Ten play, as we played Akron this past Saturday and won 59-7. to And we have the captain with us, Byron Mitchell. How are you doing today, sir? I am doing fantastic. Ooh, just a nice, fantastic. Yes, sir. Good day. Okay, okay. Well, as I just said, the Buckeyes won 59-7. to And Byron, man, just, just take it away. How, how are you feeling about this, man? Like, what? Overall, I was feeling great about the game. I had a few drinks at me. I've been watching the game, so I was feeling good. Um, I was very nervous after that first drive. Um, me and my brother, Nate, looked at you the other and said, man, it's about to be a long game. Because on that, I think it was either Akron's opening drive or their second drive, they went down the field and scored. It was, so it was yep. seven, nothing. Um, so I was very nervous, but then our defense stepped up, and it was a good game. Just going through the things, uh, we saw McCord was the one who did get the start. He went 13 for 18, 319 yards, two touchdowns, one interception. Uh, what do you think about Kyle McCord start? I mean, him getting the start and how he did, and what what did you see? Um, I was okay with him starting. It was either going to be him or uh, Jack Miller. Mm-hmm. Um, both, from what I've heard, both are really good quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. They were it's a three way race for the starting job. We all know CJ Stroud won. Um, so I was okay with Kyle McCord starting. Um, you can tell in his first drive, he was very nervous. He was overthrowing receivers. Um, but after that first drive, he calmed down, started making throws, um, and did with 319 passing yards and two touchdowns. True. I think he had one pick. Yeah, he had one pick. One pick. Yeah. So, and then you also had uh, Henderson. He had eight carries, 93 yards, uh, two touchdowns. You had Garrett Wilson, like four receptions. And 124 yards. And, th- and then you go to Chris Olave. Chris had two catches, two for 12. He did get a touchdown, though. So that was good on that. But Master T got two touchdowns as well. It's good to see him back in the rotation. Looks like we're rotating the running backs. But, yeah, Kyle was good. Uh, Jack Miller, he also got in. He was five for eight for 66 yards. Um, no touchdowns, but watching Kyle, it was just, I, I mean, for all those people who are like, oh, we need to go to him immediately. I don't, I don't, uh, I don't think he was showed that he was that much better than CJ Stroud. If not, I don't think he was better than CJ Stroud, to be honest. I mean, from what I could say, he looked good. Like I said, once he calmed down, but. You could tell he was super nervous to start. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He was very, very nervous. I mean, it was also against Akron, too. Like you said, besides that first, when they scored, we were down 7-0. We were just like, oh, boy. Because, I mean, they only had one good player, and it was the quarterback, DJ Irons. I mean, he yeah. went 14 for 29, 115, one touchdown, two picks. And then he was on the ground, 15 carries, 17 yards. I mean, that was all they had, man. and. I mean, the second, because we were, it was 14-7 in the first quarter. And then from there on, it, Acker did not score the rest of the game. So, 
right, let's just. Right, so, what did you feel then, since they didn't score the rest of the game, about your beloved defense? Um, like I said, I think the defense played great because um, you know Akron had a potential of getting like 458 passing yards against us. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think the defense stepped up. I think we ended up sacking him nine times, picked him off twice. One was a pick six. Um, so our defense stepped up. Hopefully we can carry this defense throughout the season. Mm-hmm. Um, but we'll see. We'll see. It's very, <laughs> look very good, but we, I still am not confident in our defense. <laughs> I got you. I got you. Um, if you go looking around then, Byron, because I feel like there's not really that much. It was our last tune-up before the Big Ten season officially really starts with Rutgers. And mm-hmm. we, um, you know, we love looking at the polls on these. We dropped again, man. We dropped to 11th in the coaches, and we went up to, to 10th. No, we went to 10th in the coaches, dropped to 11th in the AP. But I feel like the reason that we dropped those because – Arkansas went up eight spots. Arkansas went up eight spots by being the beloved Texas A&M. Yeah, the beloved Texas A&M, which we were literally just talking about how the ninth is coming, and Texas A&M's offense did not look good. They dropped to 15th. So if you're looking at the Big Ten teams, as we do, as we talk about in the top 25, Penn State is four. Iowa mm-hmm. is five. Mm-hmm. We're 11. Michigan's at 14. Michigan State's at 17, and they on um, Wisconsin dropped out of the top 25 because of that game against uh, Notre, Dame. Northern, Northern Dame. So so now, Byron, going into Big Ten play, we got Rutgers up first, who put up a heck of a fight against Michigan. Yeah, they almost won. They almost won. They lost 20-13 to 13 against uh, Michigan. How are you feeling now? Because we're, we're in Big Ten play now. Um, nervous because you know the Big Ten always plays well against each other. Mm-hmm. Um, you know Minnesota they played a hell of a game against us in our mm-hmm. opening, uh, so I expect Rutgers to do the same thing, especially after you know they almost beat Michigan. Mm-hmm. Um, so they played well. I expect them, like I said, to play well against us. Um, hopefully, the defense we had against Akron shows up enough defense against Oregon. Or the defense, the or the rest. Tulsa, <laughs> <laughs> or Minnesota, Minnesota. <laughs> um, but yeah, so we'll see. It should be a good, another good game for us. We should win, but again, just depends on the defense. And I'm actually not really worried about the offense because you know, either our passing game, if our passing game's not doing well, our running game steps up, and vice versa. So, you think CJ Stroud will be back this one? Depends on how severe his shoulder injury is. They just say he has a shoulder injury and say, you know, a timetable for how long he would be out. So I expect him to be starting on Saturday. But again, we'll have to see how his shoulder does this week after rest. And Byron, I feel like the biggest story out of this game, everyone expected this. I mean, we covered, which is crazy. But the biggest story out of this Buckeye game, man, is Pope. Um Kavion Pope. Kavion Pope. Now he's, yeah, ex-Buckeye already. He's was dismissed from the team Sunday, and he's already in the transfer portal. It's such a wild story how you just quit in the middle of the team. Um, I didn't see what happened, um, but on Twitter they were going crazy. 
Um, apparently, he was trying to come out um, for a play on defense. Um, I, don't, I don't know if he was supposed to or if he wasn't in the package or whatever, but uh, one of the linebackers waved him off, and he got pissed. He threw his gloves, threw his helmet, um, and then later we come to find out that he tweeted, fuck Ohio State, which he deleted. So very, very bad energy um, from him on Saturday. Yeah, it was such a weird thing. Like, you know, it, I feel like uh, I feel like that was a boiling point because you just don't get from just to saying basically screw like quitting on your team in the second quarter. Like, right? Like, what led to that? Yeah, it had to been building up because that was that one came out from nowhere from the Ohio State fan side. But I'm sure the team knows more, and I'm sure, like I said, it's probably was like just a straw that broke the camel's back. Right. And then we are, it's weird because he's a linebacker. So anytime anyone on the defense does something, I always have to pay attention because like, if you are already starting, then that means someone who wasn't better than you is about to take your spot. I'm just like, oh, from a Buckeye thing. But hey, I hope he's, I hope he gets the help he wa- wants. Um, mm-hmm. and wish him luck in the transfer portal. It's, it was embarrassing on TV, but it was what it was. Yep. Um, and so then, Byron, you already know what we got to do. We got to look at the rest of college landscape going into week five. Uh, we got we're in week five already. At, I know October 2nd. Byron, we got that game. Cincinnati, Northern Dame. That is this weekend, 2.30. This is the biggest game for Cincinnati because if Cincinnati can knock them off, that's a serious contention for a playoff spot which could really shake up our talks. I, that, man, I am very high on Cincinnati. Not so Luke much Fickle. as Luke Fickle represent. Mm-hmm. Um, not very high on Notre Dame because they've been in some battles, which they almost have lost. All of them except Wisconsin. That was the only battle they've, like, they've blown out. Everything yeah, else they didn't blow close. them out until like, the fourth quarter. Yeah, so they were until the very end, yep. Battling. They were in a war until the mm-hmm. fourth quarter, so... I don't know if Cincinnati can do it. That go Ohio team, <laughs> right? So that's I, I mean, I want Cincinnati to win, I really do. As I was actually, I was cheering for Notre Dame because I did not want them to lose before Cincinnati. Like, this game's going to be huge, so it, it could really shake some things up. Another thing now, Byron, that we have not talked about, but now we have to because of Arkansas beating Texas AM, you have number eight Arkansas going against number two Georgia now. Oh, now we have to talk about this because now Arkansas is in the top 10. Really? Yeah, they were they now they're eight. Georgia's two. Now this game is significantly bigger than what it was a week, a couple days ago. Man, what if Arkansas knocks off Georgia? That'd be that would cause some things because even though Arkansas is in the SEC West, it's still a loss. So that and then you have because eventually Georgia and Florida will be playing if I forget if it was one of the 30th or ninth games, but they'll be playing. Then you also have who they're not in number one, Alabama going against number 12, Old Miss. Oh, dang, that's some battles in the SEC this so Saturday. That could potentially be, be a, a be careful game for the uh, Crimson Tide. And even though Wisconsin, they did just lose, they will be hosting Michigan. This weekend as well. That's a big noon kickoff, right? Yes, because it was already announced too that 
Where are they at? That Penn State, Iowa on that day. We of one day as we talked about the ninth, they will be the big noon kickoff on the ninth. But uh just to add more spice to the ninth, depending on what Arkansas and Old Miss do, Byron, they play each other on the ninth. Arkansas and Old Miss. Ooh. Yeah, and currently Arkansas is eight, Old Miss is 12. If they both win, they are gonna be both high up. And then you have Georgia versus Auburn on the ninth and Alabama versus now 15th Texas A&M. So it's, it's the ninth is getting better and better. It it is. They even have some Thursday night games. Cincinnati plays on Friday that, um, that day as well. And then it's week nine. Okay. And then week nine is when Georgia plays Florida. Okay. And that's when we play Penn state. That's another big day. That's the 30th, and that's also when Michigan plays Michigan State. So, we've been telling you guys the 9th and the 30th are really about to shake it up. The 12th, I mean, the the second kind of got a low-key heat, too. The second, yeah, this weekend does, I mean, this has, I mean, Cincinnati, Northern Dame has huge implications. It does. Yes. So, this week is pretty big, too. And Byron also... Now, when we talked about the thing, we said last week the ACC was done. Now the ACC is really done. They're not no playoffs for the ACC this year. Nope. The best team, Clemson, is now ranked number twenty-five. They were they like one in three? Uh, one in two. I one and two. Let me check. Don't want to be for any Clemson fans out there. Two and one. No, they're not two and one. They've lost twice. They're two and two. Two and two. Yeah. And they, hey, man, they are not looking so good. Lost to Georgia the first game, won the next two, then lost in double overtime to NC State. Mm-hmm. Man. Their offense isn't good this year. Man, they, they don't have a line. Their offense, they don't have the weapons. Like, it's a rebuilding. I mean, now they know what it's like. Now they know what it's like. I mean, they've had the success, which is, I mean, it happens to everyone. But it mm-hmm. is just you had a span also, I mean, where I have heard the Clemson fans, which I will tell them you guys do gotta relax a little. It took y'all 30 years to win that first title or whatever, mm-hmm. 30 years, and then you've won you've won two titles in the two of the past five years. It's okay. All right, that's like more than some teams have done in their yeah. whole Yeah. And we don't and we don't like you guys here at Ohio State because you guys have embarrassed us a couple times and we've had some battles with y'all, but it is It is good to, like, y'all are struggling, and this is what I always tell OSU fans, that uh, we, you got to be grateful for what we have, because mm-hmm. eventually we will have a, one of those struggle years. We don't know when, but it happens to everyone. Yep. Like, Ohio State was great back in the day, then they went through their lull with rebuilding. Mm-hmm. Got good again. So I know that, I know that lull is going to come. I'm enjoying the ride right now. I mean, we have gotten lucky. We've, as people said, we've gone from Trestle to Urban to now Ryan Day. Do remember, we had Cooper, and Cooper wasn't bad, but we could never win. We could never beat Michigan, and we mm-hmm. could never get to we could never get to the national title because we couldn't beat Michigan. So you gotta, you gotta appreciate this golden age of OSU because, just think about it, man. We're a couple plays away from us having two losses, man. We're one injury away from definitely having a loss. <laughs> so, Abraham. Yes. That would have been week one. Exactly. On Thursday night in front of everybody. Prime time. 
first game of start of the college season. <laughs> so, Byron, man, who are you? Af- uh, we're going in the Big Ten play. Like, now we're playing the East. Uh, who are you afraid of? Like, what? Are- who am I afraid of? Is it Penn State? Is that is, we already they already announced we're wearing some new uniforms on the 30th, and I'm already and yeah, so color rush. Mm-hmm. All scarlet. We'll see how that goes. Um Penn State definitely makes me nervous. Mm-hmm. Michigan actually makes me nervous this year. They're playing well. They're playing well. They have a, a good running back. Michigan State also has another good running back, so they mm-hmm. scare me. But uh, Man, Maryland, actually, the whole Big Ten East scares me, man. You just With our know. defense, it's really, it's going to be week to week. Yeah. Because of our offense stutters, that, that really causes some issues. Right. It, it's it's going to be week, week to week with the Big Ten East. The only thing in the college world is like, man, I, I'm not impressed with Oklahoma, man. I'm not. Everyone loves them. They survived another one against West Virginia and spent. I, I, it's already man week five. Still no front runner for the Heisman yet. That's true. Like I don't know who the Heisman committee would vote on right now if they had to vote for a Heisman Trophy winner. Hmm. I have no idea either. Yeah, I, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know who do it. But shoot. Byron, anything else on the Buckeyes? I know it was the first time we've actually blown. I mean, we beat Tulsa 20, 41 to 20, but that game, we didn't get loose until the fourth quarter. Like, so this was our first dominant performance. Anything else, man, before we're Rutgers, 3.30 p.m., Big Ten Network. Big Ten Network. I think they're 3-1. and one. I think really, like, all the teams we have West, left, I think have winning records. Uh, currently mm-hmm. right now, Michigan State. Is two four and oh, Maryland's four and oh, Michigan's four and oh, Penn State's four and oh, we're three and one, Rutgers is three and one, Indiana's two and two, Big Ten East. That's there, right there. What about Nebraska? Uh, Nebraska They're in the West. Yeah. Oh, they're West. Okay, okay. So, yeah, the East, we had the East is looking really, really good this year, mm-hmm. which is no one thought it would. No one thought it would. I'm great. It's going to be some great to see some. Big Ten play because, like, the Big Ten games that we've had so far have been great. Like, the Wisconsin Penn State game was really good. Mm-hmm. Um, Iowa trounced Indiana. That's actually that would be an interesting game to see. That was welcome. That was telling Iowa's telling everyone they're here and they're for real. Mm-hmm. Byron, just think about it. Next, next time we record, we're going to be previewing the ninth. Man, we're gonna have to really sit and analyze the pros and cons of <laughs> the winners of between Iowa and Penn State. I mean, pro. Makes be, big Ten look. I mean, no, like the pros for OSU. Like I know <laughs> pros if Iowa wins. Pros if Penn State wins. Either or, one of them's going to win. But who do we want? I know we've already. But now, by that time, we're really gonna have to look in depth. Yeah, man. It just depends on what Ohio State does. That's true. That's yeah. We yeah. literally have to win all of our games. Oh, which yeah. is, I mean, you want to win all your games, but like that Oregon loss, really, you just nope. And Oregon's still in there in the top three. And again, if we did playoff things, 
I mean, current Alabama would be in. We're just assume, if they win the SEC. If Georgia's only lost it to Alabama, they're going to be in. If Oklahoma, I mean, just like you said, they love them. They go undefeated. They're in. They're in. Oregon's but, in. And then now we're out. Yeah. So, like, if you just do that, we're out. Because I don't think Oregon has. They got the UCLA game. The UCLA game. I feel like that's the only game they have left that's, like, super tough. Them. And then sooner or later, we're going to see what the committee's thinking. And wait till we get, you already know, when we see those ones, that's when we really get into it. Yep. I think they come out after week eight, I believe. Oof. Oof. I don't know. Man, we're already five weeks in, man. That's crazy. Like, we're getting, we're what? How many games do we play? We're almost halfway. Getting there. Getting there. But shoot. Byron, any closing things before we sign off? Um, defense, please play like you played against Akron. That's all any Ohio State fan asks for right now. It's just play well. My only thing with the team, don't assume anything. You have to go in there every week. It's O and O, and you have to win that one game. If you think you got time, we do not. We've already lost. If y'all do want to make this playoff push, which you guys have already said after Oregon that you guys do what 14 did, every game's a must-win more than it already is because you already have a loss. Uh, don't be looking around the college football landscape. Leave it for people like us to do that for y'all. And y'all gotta play. Mm-hmm. Uh, and with that being said, thank you everyone for listening to the L7C podcast. Buckeyes, Big Ten play at Rutgers. Uh, Byron, I'm thinking, I, I'm feeling we're going to win by two scores. I'm feeling two scores too, like a, a 45, like 28. Yeah, I'm seeing that too. A 45, 28 type game. And yeah, let's, let's get it done. Let's go. Go Bucks. Go Bucks. Thank you for listening to this episode of the L7C podcast. Be sure to like, rate, review, and subscribe to the channel. Follow us on all social media platforms, and we'll be talking to you guys soon. Take care.